Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. Today on Things You Should Know, our top 10 time savers. Stick around. Here at Things You Should Know Podcast, our focus varies from commonly asked questions like, what are the top email apps for iPhone users, or how much does it cost to go to Disney World anyway, to the trending topics of the day such as, are taxes going up or down, and who's Elon Musk? We shed light on things you probably have always wondered about, but you never got around to investigating them yourself. This podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decisions you can make, and ultimately, your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So, thanks for joining the discussion, and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. Hey guys, welcome to Things You Should Know. Welcome to the show. My name is Kelly. I'm your host. As always, it's my pleasure to welcome you into the studio and to the show today. I really want to do this show for a while, uh, personally and uh, for the podcast, because I'm always looking to uh, get more time out of my day. I don't know about you guys, but uh, some days it seems like uh, I get a lot done. Then other days, it seems like I just, there's just not enough time. And the bottom line is, of course, there's 24 hours in every day. It's what am I doing with those 24 hours each and every day that's different, which is what's creating this uh, illusion, if you will, that I don't have enough time. So there's a process issue in terms of being able to ascertain each day, uh, in understanding what you're doing, how you're utilizing your time, and uh, budgeting your time like you do, would do your dollars. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And before we get into it, however, I would like to thank all of our first-time listeners. Thank you guys for hanging out uh, with me today. Thank you for finding us. And I'd ask you to go ahead right now and subscribe to the podcast so that you don't forget who we are and where we are. And the next time that we have new content out, you can be the first to listen and the first to know. Those of you who listen week in and week out, thank you guys as well. The call to action is always the same. Please make sure that you like, subscribe, and share our content. 
Like us on Facebook because we have Facebook page and Facebook group. And uh, we're going to have a lot more uh, information coming to you through Facebook. All the articles that we talk about here on the show, uh, we always post on our Facebook group and our Facebook page so that you can read it in its entirety and that you can have the information, have access to it. And then lastly, sharing it with your family, friends, loved ones, and associates helps us to grow and helps to get this uh, word out. Here at Things You Should Know, our motto is very simple. Uh, We're looking to improve our quality of life. And we know that the more information we have, the more empowered we become. The more empowered we become, the better decisions that we can make. And we know uh, from a macro level that our lives are accumulation of decisions. So good quality of life can come from consecutive good decisions. And that's what we're looking to do. So let's build on that today as we talk about time. The one thing that we cannot uh, get more of or get back uh, time. So how can we better manage our time? What are some of the top 10 time savers? I'm actually going to give you some bonuses for hanging out with me. I'm going to give you some bonuses, but let's start with the 10. So the first thing I've got down pack and I started doing this more than 10 years ago uh, when I really went into a maturation process on my spiritual side because I wanted to get up earlier in the morning. Uh, so number one is go to bed early or set yourself a time to go to bed. Uh, my body is so regulated at this point that at about 930, I started getting the signal that, hey, uh, you know, lights out in about 30 minutes, you know, kind of like uh, you do at a bar, last call for alcohol. Uh, about 10 o'clock, I'm usually in the bed. 10 o'clock, I'm usually in the bed. And I try to uh, be asleep by no later than 1030. So a few things about that. Number one, I wake up every morning at 530. I have a morning routine just like I have a nightly routine. I don't want to get off into the weeds, but my morning routine sets my day and it starts at 530. It includes things like meditation, yoga, reading, and just planning for the day. There's something to be said about getting up early in the morning as opposed to late at night. Some people are night folks, but early in the morning where there's a stillness in the air and there's a stillness within your spirit and your um, serotonin is high as it's going to be probably most of the day where you can think clearly and begin to plan your day. I tend to have uh, more effective days when I am up early and I'm on my game. The other thing is if you have kids, wife, husband, uh, family, and all these sorts of things, usually you're the only one up at 530. So there's a quietness, you know, for your meditation. It's quiet for your reading where you can plan. There's so much you can get done in those two hours. In my household, usually folks are up at about 730, quarter to eight. So that gives me about two hours that I have to myself throughout the house, just me and my dogs, because they hear me when I my feet hit the floor. But for the most part, I have the house to myself. And I'm able to really plan my day and really to get myself in the zone for a productive day. So number one is to go to bed early. You need to determine when that time is. There are a number of studies that indicate from one to four are when your highest melatonin levels are available for you. This is for body repair. This is for lucid dreaming. This is for a number of things. I'm not going to get into it right now. Uh, Your best sleep comes between 10 and 2. 
This is when you can go into deep REM sleep. Again, body repair. Uh, this can also uh, help you if you are someone who's into lucid dreaming or reprogramming your subconscious mind. I'm going to do a podcast on that so you guys can understand it a little bit better. But being in bed early, uh, there are huge, huge benefits to allowing your body to rest and to get up early. All right, number two, um, getting up before your family, which sort of, you know, we, we kind of talked about already. Uh, once you go to bed and you're in the bed early, it's much easier to be able to do things around the house. For example, my morning routine uh, could be done, but I, I'm really... Um, I'm really sensitive. I'm really one of these people that has to have a clean environment. Okay. I, um, I get up every day. I kid you not. And I clean the kitchen. If the kitchen's not clean, there's something about not having the kitchen area clean to me because I have to pass through downstairs to get to my basement office. And I, I really like to have a clean environment. And my thought on that is that your inside is going to be projected on your outside. So, for example, if you got into my car, I came to pick you up from the airport and I've got wrappers and and fast food and all sorts of things in the car seat and the floorboard and in the dash. You're going to think, what in the world? What kind of bomb went off in here? But the truth of the matter is the bomb didn't go off in the car. The bomb went off in my mind. That is a projection. That is a picture of what's going on on the inside. And it has matriculated into the outside. Remember, first the spiritual, then the physical. Uh, the next thing, budget your minutes. Budget your minutes. If we were budgeting our time the way we do our money, then we would be really particular with who and how we spend our time. So many times during the day, we get caught up on phone calls that are nonsensical and they're not adding value in terms of what we're trying to produce for the day, what we're trying to produce for the day. Or we can get caught up in a news story that's on TV or we can get caught up on social media, just looking at whatever. One of the things that I do is I'm going to give you this, Jim. I have a 10 and 10 rule. I don't have any social media or text messaging, anything, email after 10 p.m. And I don't have any of that before 10 a.m. It's a 10 and 10 situation. Why? Primarily because I have nighttime routines in my life and I have morning routines in my life. And social media is not part of that. Why? Because it is an easy kick to dopamine. And what you want to do is get out of that. What I, what do I mean by that, by the way? It is an easy kick to things that make you feel good. How many likes did I get on my picture yesterday? And look at this video. Isn't this cat cute? These sorts of things. No, your body produces a certain level of chemical enzymes and dopamine is one of them to help you, you know, get your mood to where it needs to be. You don't want to sabotage that by dealing with social media and things like that early in the morning. But unfortunately, so many people sleep with their device right by their bed. And the first thing they do is wake up in the morning and they reach for that device. But I'm going to challenge you to institute a 10 and 10 rule or nine and nine rule where you establish your routines and you not allow social media or TV or anything like that to to interrupt that. Allow your day to get off to a productive start before you start instituting some of the niceties and, uh, and treat social media as a reward, as a nicety. Once I'm accomplished, you know, a certain amount of uh, you know things for the day, then I can check my you know, I can check my social media. I can check my Facebook, et cetera. Now, obviously, we have to work. So I'm talking about personal email, 
because, you know, I do start work relatively early, about eight o'clock. So, of course, I have to check work email. But personal things is what I'm talking about. Personal email, text messages and these sorts of things that take up your time. You could get a personal text message from your brother, from your sister, from your mom, from your cousin that could sidetrack your thought pattern for that morning. As opposed to getting something productive done, you're dealing with the situation in your family that quite honestly could wait. So let's begin to budget our time as if it is our money. And budgeting your time places a sense of urgency on getting things done. For me, it's always five o'clock is the cutoff. I need to get a certain amount of stuff done before five o'clock. Now, I break up my day. This is free for you. I didn't plan on saying this, but it just came to me. So here it comes. I break up my day in three time intervals. I break up my day from the time I start work, which is usually about eight, eight to twelve, where I try to get the more difficult things done in the morning, the things that I know I need to get done for the day. From there, I break. And then there's a second part, which is one to five. And then from six to nine. Those are the times if I'm creating to-do lists or things for me to do, they fit in those time intervals. So, again, let's begin to budget our time, our minutes as if there are dollars. Now, what's another way that we can save time, you know, throughout our day and get some of the time back? Well, number one, begin to plan your meals. You know you're going to need to eat. You know you're going to need to eat. So begin to plan your meals. You know, sitting and standing in the refrigerator for 30 minutes is never helped anyone. Create a meal plan each week. This can free you up, give you some extra minutes back into your day. Some other things you can do is plan recipes. You know, Sunday evening is a really good time to plan out your week, what you're going to eat. You can pull some recipes from your favorite, you know, YouTube page or YouTube chef or whoever you like to follow or actual book. That would be good. And uh, you can just begin to plan those. This is what I'm going to cook on Monday. This is what I'm going to cook on Tuesday. And when you do your shopping, you get your ingredients so you can maximize your time. I keep a binder close to me that has all the projects that I'm working on. And yes, it includes recipes because sometimes I'd like to just do a different recipe. As you heard here on the station a couple of times before I am plant-based, I am vegan and I like to try different things and I need to make sure I have all the ingredients in order to do so. So having that information accessible and not on my phone works really good for me. Why? I can make notes on it. I can follow the instructions in my binder. I don't have to deal with looking at my phone and get distracted. Now, uh, in addition to being a vegan, uh, I and my children practice what's called intermediate fasting. And so if you've not heard of that, we're going to do a podcast on that so I can go into a little bit more detail. But here are the cliff note versions. Basically, I have a window in which I eat. So I'm an 18, 16 guy. The total is 24 hours in a day. I'm off 18, which means I'm fasting for 18 and I have a six hour window where I eat. I usually don't start eating until 1230 every day, which means I don't eat breakfast as most Americans understand breakfast to be. And breakfast actually means breaking a fast, break fast, just so you know. But the problem is so many people eat up until the time they go to sleep and the first thing they do in the morning is eat. They haven't really allowed their body to fast. So it's really not a break fast. And this is why people are severely over overweight in this country. But that, excuse me, that's that's a whole nother podcast as well. So anyway, um, in order to get time back into your schedule, Plan your meals. 
You may want to look into uh, uh, the intermediate fasting piece. I'm going to come back and do a podcast on that. And that's something that interests you. You can institute that where you're not concerned about your diet per se. You are, uh, 18 on six, you know, uh, six on 18 off, or you could be 16 and eight. You could be 22 and, and two, you know, it just depends on what your, what your pleasure is. Let's take a quick break. Hey, I'm going to get you back to that episode really quick. I know you're enjoying the podcast. I wanted to say thank you, break in really quick to say thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Three things really quickly. Number one, thank you for listening. Number two, please go down in the show notes. We have a new um, way to communicate and it is through text. So we'd love to hear from you guys. So please send us a text message when you're done listening to this episode. We'd love to know what your thoughts are. And then lastly, please go into our digital store. We've got a lot of digital products there that can help you be supported throughout these content deliveries throughout the podcast. There are ways for you to download these worksheets and eBooks and different things that can help really solidify some of the content that we talk about here on Rethink Podcast. Thank you guys so much, and I'll get you back to your episode. So on to the next one. Uh, I learned this concept a few years ago, and I completely agree with it, but it is hard to do sometimes. This is called eating your frog. Eating your frog. What does that mean? Put off, or I'm sorry, put your toughest task at the front end of your day. You know those time blocks I told you about from nine to noon? I put my toughest things in that time block. I put the things that if I don't do anything else today, these are accomplishments that I know I need to get done and I would have had some success today. In addition, these are things that I quite honestly, I don't even want to do, but I know they need to be done and they work for the betterment of my agenda, my overall goal. This is why it's called eating your frog and you need to eat your frog early. By avoiding these types of activities, uh, it allows you to procrastinate. And that's something that you don't want to get into because procrastinating gets into drifting and drifting, of course, uh, will lend you to be ineffective overall. So as human beings, we tend to put off the things that we don't want to do. But I'm going to encourage you to eat your frog early. Do it, you know, if you're making a to-do list, then put down in priority of the things that need to be done for that day and do the toughest things first. The next thing, number six, is set a timer. Some of you know about the Pomodoro method. Basically, what happens is as you have your list of items, things that you need to do, set yourself a certain amount of time to accomplish it. Let me give you an example. Let's say, for example, I need to complete a newsletter for my uh, job today. I need to complete April newsletter, which actually I need to do, but for my um, one of the boards I sit on. But anyway, uh, give yourself 30 minutes to do it. Pomodoro, there are plenty of apps in the App Store, Google, Apple, you name it. Just type in Pomodoro. And what happens is you can download a clock and the Pomodoro method just suggests that I'm going to set a timer And I'm not going to do anything else but concentrate and focus on this one task for this period of time. And when that time is up, the Pomodoro or the alarm clock will go off. You'll check off that particular item and you'll move to the next item. 
The Pomodoro method is much more detailed. And as you uh, download the app, it will be very self-explanatory. There are breaks in between suggested breaks and time limits of doing tasks. And the method basically is to help you squeeze out better productivity throughout your day, help you to stay focused and help you to get these tasks completed. Uh, Number seven, establish some routines. Establish routines. This is especially good if you have children. One of the ways uh, I feel like for young people, and I've I've raised four kids, one of the things for me, uh, for kids and for me as well, is to establish a routine so everybody knows what we're doing most of the time and they're comfortable in doing it. I told you before, I have a morning routine and I have an evening routine. Well, that works for me as an adult. But as I raised small kids, we also had routines. People were used to getting up and brushing their teeth and getting their bodies clean and getting their clothes on. At night, the same thing. People are used to brushing their teeth, uh, washing their bodies and getting their pajamas on because this saved time as a parent. Uh, so the, the more routines that you can institute within your daily structure, the more time you're able to save because you get people used to doing what they need to do. And after a while, it kind of works on uh, autopilot. So, for example, you can set out the kids clothes at night. You can even do this for yourself. You know, we talked a few podcasts ago about decision fatigue. We don't want to waste our energy throughout the day making decisions on things that are very inconsequential. And quite honestly, what you're going to eat and what you're going to wear is very inconsequential. We talked about Zuckerberg and Jobs, about how they have the same decor. Listen, set out your clothes at night. Set your kids clothes out. You get up in the morning. They're already there. There's no decision to be made. You can take that energy. That's one less decision you have to make. And you have more energy and time for the day. Now, uh, number eight is kind of going to sound familiar because I kind of dipped into it already. But turn off the computer. Turn off your computer. Have there a set time where you say, "Okay, I'm done today. Whether I got this done or not, whether I was able to complete these tasks or not, I am done for today. Okay, so set a time every day where you turn the computer off and then you turn on. I have certain hours of just family time where we're just doing family stuff and I just want to have the computer off. I want to be able to focus on my family. I want to be able to focus on myself. I may want to read something for me where the computer is not on. So you can save time by making sure that your computer is not on 24 seven. And if you need to get things done around the house, feel a greater sense of success, you can just save a ton of time. Turn your computer off. The emails, the Skype, the Facebooks and the Twitter, all that stuff can wait till tomorrow. Remember, we talked about the 10 and 10 rule that I have at a certain time. I turn mine off and it's a done deal. Actually, my computer goes off way before 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock is usually when I finally end up putting my phone down and I'm completely done for the day. Uh, Next, number nine, clear the clutter. How much time do you waste digging through junk to find something? How much time? Are you one of these people that have to look for your keys every time you have to go to the store? Are you someone that has no idea where your charging cable is and you're on a conference call and your phone's about to die? Listen, let's be organized. Let's be 
organize, create a system that works for you, but put a system in place where you can organize things that you use on a regular basis. What are some things that you use on a regular basis? Everyone has devices these days. It is imperative. It is imperative that you keep up with your device charging cables. It is imperative that you keep up with your device. You need to go somewhere. You need to know where your keys are. You need to know where your wallet's located with your driver's license and your credit card and your debit cards. You can save so much time by being organized. Now, one of the reasons why so many people are unorganized is because we're unorganized in our minds. Now, that's another podcast, (laughs) but get into the understanding of what's in it's going to come out. If you're feeling frayed and dis, just just all discombobulated inside, then your surrounding, your office, your bedroom, your car, it is going to look like that. Once you're able to center yourself, get a better understanding of who you are through meditation and practices and, and taking care of your body and having a better sense of who you are, then you can, you're going to want a clean environment. You're going to want an organized environment. But I will tell you, cleaning and clearing the clutter will help you stay organized and hence save you some time. And the very last one is find your groove. Find your groove. Uh, some people like to schedule laundry for the first of the week. I, for example, like to do it anytime my basket gets full. That could be, I have a small basket, so that could be every Tuesday and Friday, or it could be every Friday. Some people have a great success, uh, uh, you know, prepping all of their meals. They do it on the weekends. Uh, some like to cook recipes during the weekday, but that is what they like to do. Um, find your groove. Just take these methods and see what works best for you and massage it into those 24 hours. Try to cut up your day into pockets where you can see where you're spending your time. But I will tell you, as we kind of summarize here, uh, and and, uh, I've, I've read a number of studies that indicate this, the more able you are to get away from your devices, particularly your phone, the more time you're able to reinsert back into your day hints back into your life so overall theme put your phones down pick your lives up find your groove and institute more time into your day for things that really really matter like you and like your family guys this was a quickie but a goodie i hope you learned something today i really am always looking for ways to improve you know or i should say to be more productive to be more productive, to really uh, increase my uh, personal utilization of time, of energy, the whole nine yards. You'll feel better. You'll feel more accomplished. And I hope that you take these things to heart today. Remember what I said. I'm going to post this article on our Facebook page and go there. You can read through it in its entirety and you can jot some of these ideas down where you can begin practicing even as early as today. Thank you again for joining us here at Things You Should Know. It's my pleasure to be your host. Please come back in 48 hours. We'll have new content for you then. Thanks and have a good one. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, 
you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.